is Market Open Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations and insights from leading ASX-listed companies. We welcome our host, Stuart Walters, for another episode, where he'll talk to the individuals behind Australia's top companies of tomorrow. Welcome back to another episode of Market Open Podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Walters, and today's guest is Ian Warland, Managing Director of Cooper Metals, ASX Code CPM. Ian Warland is a committed mineral explorer who strongly believes in the significance of mineralisation in Queensland's Gulf Country, particularly in Mount Isa. Despite the fact that Glencore closed the Mount Isa copper mine after a century of operation, he remains confident in the area's potential. Latest news of Cooper Metals' massive copper discovery has finally vindicated his belief. If you haven't caught the news already, Cooper Metals have intersected 50 metres of high-grade copper at 1.32% at the company's Mount Isa Copper Gold project. Ian, thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast and congratulations on the company's latest news. Oh, thanks, Stuart. It's great to be here. Can you provide more details about the significant news for our listeners? Yeah, sure. Look, we had some uh, very spectacular copper gold hits out at our Mount Isa East Copper Gold project, uh, specifically Brumby Ridge, which... Um, was a bit of a surprise, a real surprise on the upside. Rumby Ridge was one of the five prospects that we did some drilling on in, in early October. And we got just got the assay results back and released today. And we got a standout 15 meters at 1.32% with some low grade copper, uh, low grade gold as well. So that was particularly um, surprising and a great surprise in that. And it was through a Brexit zone. But, more significantly, I was out there last week and we were doing some follow-up drilling and we put a hole in a, about 30 metres away to, to confirm if the mineral, what the mineralisation thickness was and we got uh, around 72 metres at 1.5% on the portable XRF. And because it was such a significant intercept, we decided to release it as a, a portable XRF, which I don't normally do, but in, in this case, it was very, very important because it's very significant for the company. So with this result, is it something you've known for quite some time with all the testing that you've done, or is it something that's just come about? Interesting question, because we've had these tenements, we've got 1,600 square kilometres, which is a, a huge area. And we've been slowly building up a pipeline of targets with the use of geophysics like airborne EM and lots of geochemistry as well, soil sampling, rock chip sampling and mapping, et cetera. And we have around... 50 targets really on our uh, database and those targets range from geophysical geochemical to old workings and the bulk of those targets like they're all ranked on prospectivity and the bulk of those targets have a very similar rank a bit like a bell curve you know you've got a few standouts and some in the middle and then not ones that are pretty low ranked now Brumby Reach was one of those ones really in the middle and we decided to test it because it was part of a cluster of five prospects. So five prospects that were all within 10 kilometers of each other. And it made good logistical sense to go test these all at the same time with just some initial scout filling. That's, you know, one to two holes in each of the target. And, and Brumby Ridge just had some old workings. They weren't very extensive. We did have a, a quite a good uh, copper soil anomaly over that that we'd done with portable XRF. I did really like the geological location of Brumby Ridge because it's on a very strong north-northwesterly trending fault line. 
between the contact of the Argilla formation and the Leichhardt volcanic. So he was sitting in a real favourable geological position. But I do have to say, you know, when we put that hole in there, it was a, a real surprise on the upside to get such a, a thick zone of brection mineralisation. And I also have to say that at this stage, we're not sure um, on the size potential of Brumby Ridge or the great potential, but we have, we've had a really good start there and we, we want to follow that up as soon as we can. Can you give me a bit of an insight into your connection to the Mount Isa region and why this news is significant to you on a personal level? I started my career about 30 years ago, actually in Charters Towers, about 700 kilometres away from Mount Isa, and mostly in, in copper coal, uh, volcanic massive sulphide terrain. But, uh, my wife is a geologist as well. She was an underground geo at, at, at um, Mount Isa, and I used to regularly come to Mount Isa in the early days to, to visit uh, her when we were um, first going out. So I, I knew Mount I'd never really worked there, uh, but when we started Cooper Metals, I was on the hunt for projects or copper gold projects in what I thought were very well-known mineralized terrain, uh, terrains that were close to infrastructure that I thought could really benefit from some modern exploration. And, and Mount Isa was right up there at the top of the, the list. And so when we, were, we found this project, uh, we grabbed it straight away and put it into Cooper Metals at the, at the IPO. How did you feel when you first heard about the Mount Isa copper mine closure? Yeah, I was quite disappointed. I wasn't particularly surprised when, you know, I've been working in Mount Isa now for the last two years and the locals have been talking about potential for the, the copper mine to close. Uh, so I guess it's uh, one of those things that doesn't make it any easier when, when you actually uh, hear about it, even if you did know it was coming. So, um, but yes, it is disappointing, and I'm not sure whether it still will actually happen. Maybe there'll be someone that comes in and buys the buys the asset. But having said that, you know, there's quite been a lot of M&A activity in Mount Isa region for the last couple of years. You know, you've got Eris Minerals there, and you've got A1 Mines as well, and you've got Evolution at Ernest Henry. So there's, there's a lot of players still left in the Mount Isa region, so there's still quite a few options for toll trading and, and concentrating as, as well. So um, I'm sure that yeah, the town and everyone else will, will just move on and have to adapt uh, accordingly. With Brumby Ridge and Raven Prospects being the new focus for Cooper, what are the next steps here for the company? Yeah, well now they've really become our, our high priority. We are just going into wet season, which so the timing is not great, I must admit. But having said that, this will give us a chance now to, once we get the rest of the assays back, complete the drilling of Raven, we'll be able to assess all the data. We're going to do some downhole EM both at Raven and Brumby Ridge. And then we, we'll look at doing some ground geophysics, getting the approvals and heritage, the heritage approvals and environmental approvals in place so that we can really get the ground running early next year. From a market perspective, I'm sensing a term for the better. Are you feeling the same? I do feel the same, yes. You know, talking to colleagues and the brokers, etc., it is a bit harder to raise money. Quite a few mum and dad investors have gone out of the market while they're struggling with the cost of living and they don't have that discretionary income so much anymore. But, you know, good hits and good projects are still getting rewarded. So 
We raised some money just a couple of months ago. Um, we, we wanted to raise $2 million. We were able to place 1.25 quite easily. And the 750 was, was through an SPP. Now we only got a third of that away at the time of about $250,000. But uh, we were able to place that shortfall today, of course, was on the back of these really good results. So now we've, we've um, completed the raise of that that $2 million. So that means at, um, we have about 2.9 million in the bank at the moment. So we're well-funded going going forward as well. And I think as, as, as long as we continue to deliver good results, the, the money will be there because people are crying out a copper and good projects. Certainly this news is a great start for you. Certainly is, and we saw a lot of volume go through, um, like the market's still open at the moment, but we saw a lot of volume go through today on our stock. We're quite tightly held, we've got about 45 or 46 million shares on issue, so we're, we're, we don't, uh, we're still quite a small, um, got a sh small share registry, but we're quite tightly held as well, you know, so the, the top 20 have over 50% of the stock, which means that, you know, we, our share price can really move rapidly forward, um, you know, with all the good news and some buying. You're doing a fantastic job with Cooper Metals. What excites you the most about the company and its current direction? Uh, well, I'm an explorer, obviously at heart. And, you know, out last week being out on the rig and being there for hole 28, where we got over 72 meters of mineralization, that that's pretty well what I, live for and that's what my team lived for as well i mean that there's no better feeling than than hitting um a great some great mineralization or getting a great result after months and months or even years of work so that's what we're all here for to make discoveries and then that translates into significant shareholder wealth clearly an exciting time ahead for cooper metals ian thanks for joining us today on market open podcast Best of luck with the project, and we can't wait to hear more updates. Yeah, thanks, Stuart, for having us. And look, I can't wait to update the market as well and, and, and just keep watching our news flow. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com, and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of this material as legal tax, investment, financial, or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent, legal, financial taxation, or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by Market Open or any third party to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments in this or any jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the security laws of such jurisdiction.